0: Hello. Welcome to Learn, Grow, Peak. I'm Maria Brown. Today, we'll be looking at leveraging technology to help English language learners. Each one of us, technically, is an English language learner, or whatever your native language is, there is a period where you are Learning the sounds where you are forming phrases, where you are memorizing specific nuances about the symbols and utterances that make up your language. It's very interesting when in our society or in our community groups, specific people are targeted for not speaking a specific language, when in essence, we all are English language learners at some point, um, as long as you are here in our country. The most important thing to remember about learning language, especially, is compassion. And compassion for all of the reasons that people need compassion. Because you have family situations, you have Personal situations, there are opportunities for growth and every corner. And technology and digital tools and analytics are things that will create opportunities for children and adults uh, that have unique learning needs based on their language acquisition skills. I want us all to remember to be kind to those who don't speak our language. Because we're asking them to learn two languages or three languages or whatever number it is that we're adding English to. So for us to approach them in a combative or from a stance of upheaval is just dangerous because they already know a language. It's not as if we are teaching them English um, from scratch, which we do. Um, the reason that they have unique learning needs is, be, is for that simple reasons because they already know a language and we are adding to, to that. Um, most recent data available from our Department of Education gives us news about the graduation rate for English language learners being at 67%. Uh, which is behind the 85% in 2015 and 16 for students who are not English language learners. We want to understand what creates that difference in graduation rates, especially concerning um, how we know that that experience lowers earnings, um, gives us opportunity for higher employment rates, and they need a diploma the way that we need to have a map when we're driving. Can you drive without a map? Absolutely. But maps and GPS make it a lot easier, give you the ability to handle more than one thing, and encourage you and give you a level of confidence, which is what we want our kids to have. Um, You can learn how school districts are solving the digital equity problem for ELL students, because now more than ever, we can't just say, well, my child receives special services and has a special teacher that comes in or a specialist that they go to. It's going to look a little different when we're in a virtual learning distance, social distance space. We still want them to get those services. We still want them to be out of a place of struggle um, and they want to have quality instruction tailored to their needs and this issue is apparent today uh, more than any other day there's a digital divide there's a decline of face-to-face interactions between students and teachers but there are still ways that educators can ensure that ELLs achieve their fullest potential Um, and some of those ways can be assisted with technology um, educational technology, uh, which is that connection and their tools that are specifically designed to help children um, learn link from different ethnic and linguistic backgrounds. And then to accommodate those factors, you know, and the differentiated front instruction that's needed in differentiated instruction focuses on creating learning opportunities for students so that they can approach the same content, but in different ways. And with the the different approaches, we can tailor some of those approaches to what students specifically need. And that creates an effective way, an effective method to teach those students. Um, for example, you can incorporate different types of content, um, multimedia creation uh, for lessons. They can collaborate collaborate in different suites. There are specific apps that they can use, um, and we have moved past. Blanket vocabulary exercises, uh, memorizing specific details. We have excellent tools available in Google's G Suite for Education. We have the Book Creator app and Flipgrid available. So you can use those tools in order to create opportunities for students to use makerspaces, um, to support STEM and STEAM environments, um, you know, to help them use coding kits and solve problems. And quite frankly, supporting ELL su- success with data analytics begins with creating environments that promote STEM education. We all deserve the opportunity to have enrichment opportunities or intervention opportunities when students are learning. We all deserve opportunities for our students and our children to have personalized learning and specific pathways to learn. Those pathways that the students learn can not only help drive instruction, but drive assessment, curriculum, and decisions about their futures. As we educate children, we help impact their dreams, their hopes, and their destiny. That is at the forefront of creating environments that forge hope for children. Getting good grades is awesome. Graduating with honors is awesome. But having a sense of community is needed. It's just necessary to our growth, and that is a skill that no matter what job interview that child sits for, no matter what position they're trying to hold, whether it be a family position or or outside, they will be able to address those, being compassionate and hopeful and understanding. Uh, ELLs especially have uh, unique needs that can be addressed by reflecting on data, by making successful transitions within the tech world for education, and also with teacher training and addressing any existing biases for children and their learning styles.